Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. The Nasdaq enjoyed its best performance overnight in four months as investors put a halt to the sharp selling that preceded it. The Nasdaq rose 2.7%. The Dow jumped nearly 400 points or 1.6%. The S&P 500 finished higher as well. Here in Asia-Pacific, markets are trading higher on the back of Wall Street's gains. Seoul and Sydney are up more than 1%. Tokyo is trading higher as well. Joining me now for a closer look at the markets is Ryan Huang. It's Thursday, Ryan. How are you feeling? Hey, Michelle. Uh, one day closer to the weekend, we are almost there. And what a difference a day makes. The Nasdaq reeling from its fastest ever market correction, dropping 10% in just three trading sessions. Then overnight, well, forget about rotations, tech stocks and work from home companies were once again the market favourite. So what are analysts saying? And are investors simply buying on the dips or is the market route over as quickly as it came on? Well, I've got to say, this is still quite a tough one to call and you have a range of opinions right now. And just going through some of them. Uh, Some of them are saying you have to look out for a few questions to be answered. And these include how the elections are going to be played out. You have also what's happening with the economic recovery picture and as well whether we get a stimulus plan from the federal or rather the US government. So that needs to be answered before there is a clear direction until then, they expect it to be range-bound. And is this the lowest that it could go after that three-day route? The I guess some of the comments coming out is, hey, maybe there could be a lower low to go. And this could just be a slight bounce. And this is because they feel when a low usually happens, a flaw, uh, it is usually a washout. You get a really clear sign. But in the past three days, there was some resistance to it. So they feel, hey, this is maybe some signals that you might get a lower low. And you have also the options being unwound. So that could be a factor as well when you look at the next few days, how that could be a part to play. Okay, so nobody knows for sure what's ahead. But um, Allianz says, El Arian says, a, low, a lower low hmm. could be as much as 10 to 15%. What do you think? Yeah, so that could be possible. Also, one thing to look out for is the resistance um, area. Mm. So you have the S&P 500 um, dropping to um, from its recent highs to about 3,400. So the resistance that some analysts have drawn is at 3427 to 3460. So they are watching for the S&P 500 to break above that before they are confident enough to say that the drop is over. All right. When it comes to market volatility, one high-flying stock in particular has become the poster child for big gains and losses, and that is Tesla. Last night, it rose nearly 11%. A day earlier, it had plunged 20-plus percent. Now, other electric vehicle makers have seen their shares tumble as well. In Chinese trade, I had my eye on Neo, Xpeng and Li Auto. They've all slid more than 10% over the past week after posting record highs. Their decline may be part of a broader pullback in Chinese shares. Turnover and share prices are both down in the Chinese market. So what is driving investor sentiment there? IPO fatigue? Yeah, there are so many moving parts to it, but I'm going to try my best to sum it up. It seems that investors are just getting tired and rotating out of what was the hot favourite, consumer staples. So they are going elsewhere. And going by some of the indications we've seen... uh, Overseas investors offloading Chinese stocks 
for the first time in five months in August. So that's one sign. And if you look at the Chai, or rather CSI 300 index, it hit a five-year high around two months ago. Now it's down 5.5%. So a lot of indicators pointing to what you point out, a bit of a fatigue in the markets and a bit of caution going by what they are taking uh, perhaps as leads from Wall Street. For example, Tesla, uh, that has seen a bit of a sell-off um, with concerns over lofty valuations and that has raised question marks over what has been happening back home in China where they have been betting on similar EV makers, uh, Neo, Zipeng, Li Auto. Uh, all of them have lost more than 10% each and a couple of questions are coming up whether they are valued fairly and this is a big question because these companies are still at a very young stage, only making a few thousand vehicles a month. So it's very tough to put a projection on these um, sales mm. and you have the government scaling back on support for this industry they are turning their support to elsewhere like infrastructure and other key technology developments so that is taking away a bit of the support and stimulus behind ev vehicles and you also have competition the big automakers toyota motors general motors volkswagen are stepping up in the ev space and of course tesla itself is in the lead so for these chinese makers to get back or get there it is a long journey for them Yeah, reminding us again that valuation is an art, isn't it? Mm. In corporate news, French luxury goods LVMH has cancelled a 14 billion US dollar takeover of Tiffany & Company. Not only are luxury goods sales down, but it looks like politics could be at play here, right? Yeah, the short answer is the US tariffs that are threatening French goods. So that is the reason, at least cited by LVMH. So they are calling off the engagement. So there's no breakfast at Tiffany. And you are now, uh, well, looking at Tiffany, a bit upset, and they are suing LVMH to try to get the deal back on track. But there is this theory that with COVID-19 dampening the entire sector, the value and outlook of these companies are going down. Maybe LVMH is holding out for a better price down the road. All right. Here in Singapore, new home sales surged to an 11-month high in August. More than 1,200 units were sold, despite it being hungry ghost month. (laughs) That's when sales normally decline. Pent-up demand pushed prices higher. Are these latest stats, Ryan, having any impact on share prices this morning? How are property counters doing? Let's take a a look at a broader sentiment first. So you've got SDI up by 0.3%, trading at 250. So bouncing back from yesterday's 0.3% drop and looking at the property counters, there may be some life to it this morning. It's up by, for Capital Land, 0.4%. And across the screen, um, we are looking at some of the big counter names. The banks are in the green. So there is, I think, a bit of a rising tide in terms of sentiment lifting most stocks right now. So it may not just be the August numbers uh, helping developers at this uh, opening minutes. Yep, it's opening minutes. The STI finished a tad shy of 2500 yesterday at 2499 It is currently trading at 2508 That's up 0.37%. That's Ryan Huang. I'm Michelle Martin, and this has been Market View. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.